Welcome to the FWAT Show on the Coil Entertainment Network. I'm Rob Steele, that's Jesus Jones in the background, and let's get right into it, because I have seen more idiocy this week than I have in quite some time. Let's start with a story on prison shanks, because why not? It was actually a pro-gun article. The gist of it was, because even in the most secure, gun-free environment possible, evil humans will still find a way to kill. So, why are we even trying to ban guns? Well, you know what? If we ban the guns, it'll make it harder for people to kill you. And actually, I think this article made the exact opposite point. Why have guns? Isn't it easy enough to kill people with the stuff that's around you? Like prison shanks? Because who doesn't have a prison shank? Well, okay, a vast majority of everybody doesn't have a prison shank. But we've got scissors and chainsaws and axes and kitchen knives and needles and poisons. Everybody has most of this stuff in their house. Okay, maybe not a chainsaw. But that wasn't their point. Their point was everything can kill you, so you'll need a gun to protect you from every... No, you don't. You don't. You just stop. It's a stupid argument. But I'll make an even less intelligible one. Evangelical nutcase Josh Feuerstein. Boy, I'd like to be making that name up. But I'm not. He said this week in one of his epic rants that the Second Amendment was not just protected by the Constitution. It was also in the Bible. Right, the ye big Christian book. Uh, Josh, I hate to break this to you, but uh, guns did not exist in the times of Jesus. They didn't. Scientific fact, historical fact, didn't exist. Therefore, the Second Amendment, it's just not in the Bible, you twit. But that's not the only stupid religion story this week. Having to do with guns, of course. There was a high school valedictorian in Kentucky. His name is Christian Bales. No Not the guy who played Batman. That's Bale, singular. This is Bales, plural. High school student. Just graduated valedictorian in Kentucky. Where his speech, which had to be, you know, checked out beforehand, was banned by Holy Cross High School because his speech, which contained a lot of anti-gun rhetoric, was not in line with the teachings of the Catholic Church, which confuses the crap out of me. I thought Catholics were into, you know, doing unto others as you would have others do unto you and saving lives and look at the nuns, you know, all this, all this stuff that's good for people. But saving lives is against the church teachings. Really? Fascinating. But it might explain a few things because... You know, apparently the church has changed since I left. Now, the school has said they're not going to punish Mr. Bales. No punishment at all. I mean, he's graduating. Give him his diploma, let him go on his merry way. But the church says they're not going to punish him because he's earned the right to have a voice. Really? Earned the right? Uh, no. He's a U.S. citizen on U.S. soil. There's no earning involved. You have the right to free speech because in the U.S., 
you have the right to free speech. That's the way it works. Incidentally, Mr. Bales took a bullhorn, went outside the auditorium where they were doing the graduation, and gave his speech anyway. You know what? Excellent. Somebody hire this kid. I would appreciate it if someone could explain this story to me. 79-year-old Lyle Burgess, a Stockton, California businessman, was sentenced to 90 days of house arrest recently and, and five years of informal probation after pleading no contest to the statutory rape of a five-year-old girl. He also does not have to register as a sex offender, leading me to ask, what the ever-loving f*** is going on in California? Conversely this week, Lee Carroll Booker, a 75-year-old disabled man, was sentenced to life in prison for growing marijuana for his personal use. They know it was personal use because he used to have a prescription for it, and the amount he was growing was about the same as the prescription, so just saving himself some money by making his own drugs at home, which in the state he lived in is legal. Hmm. 90 days house arrest for the statutory rape of a five-year-old girl and life imprisonment for a disabled man making his own medication. What the f*** happened to this country? That leads me to a story that Fox News had a field day with this week when a Home Depot worker named Crystal Lake was caught on camera wearing a hat that said America was never great. You know what? She may be on to something. We had a lot of really good stuff. We did. Not sure that it was great. It was good. We never really had a great car. Most of the great cars come out of, you know, Italy or Germany or Japan. Great televisions. Not really. The great ones came out of uh, Sweden, weirdly, and Japan and Korea. What great things did we have here that we, you know, a baseball player doesn't count. We made that sport. Basketball. Sports don't count, especially in this. And if you tell me a justice system is great in this country, you haven't been listening. Well, it's been a while since he's been in the news, but he popped up again this week. Florida Republican Senator Marco Rubio thrust himself into the spotlight again because he was on ABC News saying some things that, quite frankly, make remarkably little sense. He says that all the things that Kim Jong-un is doing is not really denuclearizing his country. Oh, I'm sure that thing he blew up is fake. Oh, I know he's not going to dismantle all his nuclear weapons. And that thing that Trump did by not showing up at the negotiating table... Yeah, that was just a ploy in order to get him to a, ne a negotiating table. Look, Marco. Rubio. Yeah, I didn't need that there. That's where Kim Jong-un was when Trump pulled out, you ass clown. He was at a negotiating table to do exactly what you say he needs to be doing. How has this guy gotten reelected? Okay, Florida, you have one job now. Get rid of this f Now, there's kind of a good news, bad news story that came out of Paris, France, not Texas. Someone said it was Texas. It's not Texas. 
Paris, France this week when a four-year-old boy was rescued from a balcony that he was dangling over. It showed a man from Haiti, recent immigrant to France, not America. Some people. Anyway, this guy scaled the side of the building and helped pull this kid back up onto a balcony on a fourth floor building. Uh, Apparently, the kid got out of his apartment. Now, one of the headlines that came from this was, the father of the dangling boy from Paris balcony was out playing Pokemon Go. No. No. Sorry, you can't blame this on Pokemon. You can't. One, it's bad parenting. Two, he was out grocery shopping and happened to be playing the game at the same time because you can play that game on the toilet. You can play it. You can actually play it while driving. I don't recommend that. Even the game says, please don't do that. You'll run over somebody. You don't get to blame Pokemon for this. This is a bad parenting thing. You don't leave kids alone in a fourth floor building when they have the opportunity to climb a fence and dangle there. No, you don't do it. Bad parenting. Leave the video games out of it. And now to the world of sports, which has done some stupid things this week. The NFL added to its list of banned substances this week. And the thing it added was the First Amendment. Yeah, that's right. It is now mandatory that anyone who attends an NFL game must stand and put your hand over your heart or salute during the national anthem. Because, you know, forced patriotism is uh, something that the Nazis did. Hey, you tell me. That's what they're doing now. It is now mandatory. You know what? Ah, uh, no, it's not mandatory. You know what? Here's what you do. You do this the way Roger Staubach did it. Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Joe Namath. Do you see any pictures of them hand over heart at the national anthem at an NFL game ever, 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 ever? No, you didn't. You know why? They were all still in the fucking locker room where they should be. The National Anthem, it's just, frankly, at this point, the National Anthem is almost propaganda. Makes me sick what they're doing with this. Now, the New York Jets chairman and CEO, Christopher Johnson, told Newsday this week that if any of his players want to exercise their First Amendment rights by taking a knee, the same way Tim Tebow did, hello, what, a white player took a knee and nothing happened to him? No, yeah, did. Christopher Johnson said... You know what? If you want to do it, do it. I'll pay any fines that happen. Him, I like. Still don't like the Jets, but I like this guy. I would also like to point out that this new rule said nothing about the concessions people. Nothing. You can hear the national anthem throughout the stadium. Do the concessions people have to stop selling? Stop making money? Hmm? Do they? No. Do the camera crews stop filming? How about the guys in the truck? How about the anthem performers? Because I find it very hard to sing and salute or put my hand over my heart at the same time while facing a flag, which of course is never anywhere near where the microphone is. Hmm. Didn't think about that, did they? No, it's just the players not allowed to say things like, you know, we really need to have policemen that don't beat up people because that's what the protest is about. Has nothing to do with the anthem itself. Oh, it doesn't? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the anthem. But but I'm with them on this whole police need to stop shooting people thing. And it came out this week that someone was shot that I, I wasn't expecting. They shot him with a taser. Still, 
video came out of some policemen in Milwaukee who were trying to write a ticket to a man who was legally parked. We're not real sure what the ticket was supposed to be for. Legally parking at night. How dare he? The man was taken out of his car. The man made no threats. All of this is on a video that was released this week with audio. He made no threats. And yet, the police still tased NBA player Sterling Brown. Oops, they got a famous black man this time. Well, maybe a bit. I mean, I'll admit to have never having heard of the guy before this story, but yeah, that's why they're kneeling. Has nothing to do with the anthem and everything to do with cops shooting people, even with a taser, for no reason. And if you can't get behind that, what the hell are you doing in this country? And now for the stupid headline of the week. This is from ABC News. Seriously, this is their website that posted an article that says, and I'll quote, Michael Jackson's childhood neighbor says, as a child, his singing blew us all away. On a similar note, Queen Elizabeth says that even as a young mother, she knew that Charles would grow up to become a prince. Seriously? Come on. What the hell kind of a stupid... Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. This just in... Not everyone is ready for this news, but here it is. This Justin Al Jazeera is reporting that water is indeed wet. We really need to cut down on the idiocy on this planet. Seriously. If you have any comments, questions, or story ideas for the show, let me know. Contact me through the website, thefwatshow.com, where there are buttons for Facebook and Twitter, and subscribe buttons for iTunes and the Google Play Store and YouTube. You can also email me, rob, at thefwatshow.com. How hard is that? You know what? While you're on the website, clicking those subscribe buttons, which you should do because it'd be a nice thing. You could also go to the FWAT shop, pick up a t-shirt or a hat or a coffee mug or something. All the proceeds go to support the Coil Entertainment Network, which has other shows. One of which is called Cinema Savants. It happens this Sunday. And the story I'm going to leave you with will have more details on this particular story this Sunday. But just to leave you with this as kind of a preview thing. The makers of Sesame Street are filing a lawsuit against STX Entertainment for an upcoming comedy called The Happy Time Murders. Now, Brian Henson, son of Jim Henson, the guy who created the Muppets, directed this movie about a world where humans and puppets coexist, kind of like Sesame Street, except it's more like, what was that world police movie a few years ago? The one that you looked at and went, oh one of those comedies well it's one of those it is there's lots of drug use and sex and vulgarity and the movie tagline is no sesame all street yeah you know what i don't think sesame street has much to go on here because it's called a parody just saying i'll see you next time try to be safe because i think the idiocy is multiplying